Get Into Gate. This is episode 188. We are talking Stargates. And at last, basically. I mean, I've joked we've come back on after a, a brief hiatus uh, in the past, and this is only really working if you're listening to us live. And I went, oh, how do we, how do we, how do we do this again? I kind of yeah, mean that was it last tonight. week. Yeah, right. Yeah, those, yeah. <laughs> listening, yeah. those catching you, up. You know, I, I never forget how to rank. It can be God, yeah. You no, know, it can be any amount of time. I've been practicing this rank. It's, yeah, it's honest. muscle memory. You know, your body just knows what to do. Just go straight into rank mode. Well, and as Matty will, he can attest uh, during the, the high eight high, uh, I said, Matt, you're going to have to send me some, um, you're going to have to send me uh, and remind some info and remind me how to rank. Mm. And so Matty was good. He sent me some pictures. Yeah. Um, some, some, some personal rank, pictures. Some good rank material. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which this which is our helpful. first, this that's is our first do. threesome rank. First threesome rank. This is, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I suppose it's, yeah, normally it's more than, it's normally four or five, isn't it? Normally we can go two mm. on two or three on one if we want yeah. to but this one's like literally circle jerk what that one wonderful listener <laughs> well, said this podcast triangular. was <laughs> triangular <laughs> triangular jerk yeah. at least we've, oh, yeah. we've we've progressed from just four white guys with a podcast to a yeah. circle jerk uh, of the podcast it's it's yeah. it's, it's this type of progression yeah. yeah. Uh, do a podcast. No one really needs to know or care at this point because I'm sure they already know, but I'm Mitch. And then we got uh, Maddie and Brendan. And hey. uh, What's up? we're here for your ranking pleasures um, on this fine evening or day, depending on when you're listening to us. Yeah. So, so as usual, we'll do a, map, do a bit of mailbag after this. Yeah. We'll just have well, a that's general you've got chat. To, as we always say, you've got to rank, then empty your mailbag. That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. So yeah. get your um, spreadsheets ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's this is our this roll. is our first Zoom rank too. Like normally we rank spread your sheets and <laughs> normally normally we rank in the same room together. We're in three separate rooms. So yeah, this is a virtual rank. I like yeah. it. It's kind of hot. Interesting. Oh, we dressed appropriately for it. So um, yeah, I'm still not wearing feels, pants. Um, so. Feels like 2003 all over again. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we we probably would have been dressed even more appropriately for it because uh, I think on our last podcast, which was back in um, 2012, and Jaws, you know, who obviously always dresses uh, in a in a robe for our podcast, we said <laughs> we'll we'll all dress in a robe for our next one. But um, we've changed seasons um, potentially yeah. more than once since our last podcast, and it's seasonably hot here in Australia. Yeah. Um, it, it's still look if we're ranking, it's still it's still um, uh, robe worthy for sure, and nothing else. But it didn't feel right, at least to me, uh, that we robed as a unit without Jaws present. I just yeah. felt like that was disrespectful to Daddy, yeah, I and I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> Oh, God. I feel like from from the waist up though we're all dressed appropriately. Mitch is wearing some kind of sporting shirt from mm-hmm. what I, from whatever yeah. I can tell. Brennan wearing his M M&M and I'm and I'm wearing a Stargate shirt. So oh, you're wearing us. Get into yeah, gate. I've got you're you about guys to, sorry on, on my body. Put the lotion on its skin. You're about to rank, and you're wearing my and Brendan's face on your chest yeah. already. I mean this. Okay, this, this is, could be a lot of fantasies covered off tonight. This is awesome. I was now, I'm gonna that. have to bring up. I'm gonna have to bring up an IMDb list because I can't remember half of these episodes by name. Like it's been what 18 months since we started season mm-hmm. eight, and like so, yeah. Like I'm really trying to like remember what I've had to write notes of what half these episodes actually are because it's been so long since we've. Um, I should have written the order that they actually appeared in because I ones like End Game and 
Icon. I have no idea where well, they I, are. I have that. I have that. Um, Icon was fairly. Oh, that's good. what. Hang on. That's what we did last time, right? We we went through the list in oh, order. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And that's then right. Said what they were. Said okay. Well, I can do that. I've got, do that? I've, yeah. I've got the list in order. I've got the list do in it. order. All right. So first we had New Water parts one and two. So Jack's in charge of the um, of the base. Uh, the next episode was Lockdown. Hang on. Uh, what? I thought, what, what was the episode where you got unfrozen? That was it, right? But, oh, sorry. Yeah, you got unfrozen. And then, yeah, oh, yeah, because that's right. Weir was in New Order, wasn't she? Weir was in um, yeah. New Water, and then she hands over to Jack. At Jack was of- frozen. He had the, he created, on Thor's ship, he created the gauntlet, which yeah, destroyed the, the replicators. The mm-hmm. replicator weapon. Yeah, we had yeah. that. Uh, then we had Lockdown with um, the Anubis Cloud taking over people, giving them space herpes. Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> uh, then we had Zero Hour with um, Little Shop of Horrors references with the plant going through the base and Jack, oh. writing, Jack writing his letter to quit and all that kind of stuff. We didn't have the red... Um, the bunting. Bunting. The bunting, yeah. yeah. It's not the same. Bunting. That's my. That's the bunting episode. I'm writing yeah. bunting. Then we had Icon, which was that horrible uh, Daniel Jackson episode where he's in that yeah, leather jacket nice. with the lamb's wool collar and he was inappropriate with a really young girl who... Um, <laughs> Again. Could have been, been that guy's uh, wife or daughter. We still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Daniel Ranger. Are we yeah. Daniel Ranger. Uh, after that she was, was Avatar. She was a redhead, right? She was yeah. a orangutan. Yeah. After that was Avatar, which was um, the computer game with, with Tilk and oh, Daniel the computer game. Tilk yeah. and the Matrix. Uh, then we had Affinity with Tilk living off world with Lois Lane. Oh, not off world, off base with Lois Lane. Oh, yeah, that was hot. <laughs> uh, we had Covenant. Oh, I'm calling that one Lois and Tilk. Lois, oh, yeah, well, nice. The, the adventures of Lois and Tilk. <laughs> <laughs> the new adventures. Of the new Lois adventures of Lois and Tilk. No, that's the reboot. That's the reboot. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's, the, it's the original. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had Covenant with Mr. Sheffield and the um, and the empty um, Asgard uh, body. Yeah, the the clone. Yeah, when we find out about the trust and all that kind of clone shit. Mr. Sheffield. Yeah. Mr. Uh, then, Sheffield's good. Yeah. Then Mr. we had um, sacrifices. My big fat Jafar wedding. <laughs> that's right yeah uh, um then we had Endgame. i can't tell you what happened in that one because I, I legitimately don't that's remember that's one with the trust i think well there's like a trio of like because there's, there's end game and then there's like full alert and i can i can never tell you which one's which like is so end game the one where they go to russia game is the one where that guy pulls out the gun and he it's like an automatic pistol well that narrows goes- it down <laughs> That episode of Stargate with the guns in it. Yeah, that there is. No, no, the the one in the street. The black guy in the trench coat oh, yeah. pulls out the automatic pistol. Oh, yeah, had the cloaked Alkesh. It was really forgettable. Yeah. Um, after that was Gemini, two Carters. Replicata meets normal Carter. Yep, okay. Uh, on, um, on, on the on Alpha, the alpha, alpha base? Yeah, Alpha, alpha site. It's been so long, I'm Jesus. forgetting the right words. Jesus. Um, after that was um, Prometheus Unbound with Vala taking over the Prometheus. Yeah, love it. Uh, then we had It's Good to Be King with um, Old Harry as king on the planet and, and the um, the jumper. Yeah. Full Alert, which was that other 
um, trust episode. I think that's the one with like Kinsey, maybe, where he gets the the ghoul put in him. Yes. Could be. Kinsey ghoul. Yeah. Um, Citizen Joe, obviously the flashback with Homer. Homer. Yep. Uh, then we got Reckoning Part One and Two, which is obviously the big, you know, big ender. Um, it's a blast door. Replicata versus Anubis versus the Jafar. Like they're all like doing their own shit, and Replicata's pretending to be Omar to get shit out of Daniel's head. This is the one where Daniel dies again. Yeah, on, and then there's all Daniel's the stuff dead, on, sir. on Dakara and all that gear. Uh, yeah. And then we had Threads where Daniel's in the diner um, after he's been killed. Yeah. And then there's all that stuff where they're trying to take back Dakara and all that kind of stuff from Anubis. Uh, and then Mobius, the time travel, the season finale. Oh, yeah, we know that one. Yeah. So all up, there were 20 episodes in this season. Uh, but by the time you sort of double up the two-parters like we normally do, um, there's 17 episodes all up. So I've actually right. done a top seven, a middle seven, and a Cooper three uh, down at the bottom. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> check who wrote them. <laughs> Which one? Oh, Endgame was there, the trust. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Endgame and, and Full Alert. So many forgettable episodes, I know that. Even though mm. we watched them a while ago, it's forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a few there that like, oh, my, oh yeah, that's right, that'll be down at my bottom. And then uh, that sounded really wrong. Uh, the bottom of my list. Jesus Christ, I've got to think of how to do this. When we go live, I'm going to get this right. Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, it then there's a lot of, yeah, it's it like season eight for me, I really like because there's a, the, the good stuff's really good. Yeah. yeah. Like you get your threads and threads is excellent. It's like one of the, as a double feature, especially it's one of the best episodes yeah. of the entire franchise, but then you've got, you know, some otherwise very forgettable sort of for stuff. Me, in there. The, yeah. If you pick a top seven or eight, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah, easy. And that's why I I was quite comfortable doing a top seven, a middle seven, and a bottom three, just because I feel like there's daylight between the bottom three and the mm. okay seven. Like yeah. if I try to do like a a top seven, a middle three, and a bottom seven, I think I would have a harder time. But yeah. for me, there's clearly three um absolute steaming piles of garbage. <laughs> um, and then the you know, the middle seven being okay. And then, yeah, some phenomenal um, tops. Mm. All right. So what are we doing? We're doing, what do we normally do? Uh, we start with the bottom. Start, start from with... the bottom three. Well, we I go, guess. yeah. So um, I'll go first. So I've got in my Can number. We do bottom four just for uh, ranking for, purposes. For your, you know how we do a spreadsheet problem. Is that, is it for your spreadsheet? Yeah. Is that. I haven't got a one prepared, but <laughs> I feel like if we have more data, we can get a more. Oh yeah, okay. All right. So all right, well then in, in my number 14, 14. spot, which is fourth yeah. from the bottom. So my number 14 spot, I've got Covenant, which is Mr. Sheffield. Ooh, okay, mm. nice. Uh then into my official bottom three. Uh positions 15 and 16 for me interchangeable because I can't tell you which episodes is which. It's end game and full alert. <laughs> yeah, okay. No idea. Jed Kinsey, yeah. Alkesh. I, I can't tell you which one's in which. But. And then my bottom for this season, number 17, is Icon. Ooh, wow. See, I, like I really was expecting you to say Sacrifices, the uh, Big Fat Jafar oh, Wedding. Oh, Big Fat Jafar yeah. Wedding? 
there's a couple of okay, you hated that yeah when we did the podcast i remember there's a couple of okay moments in it and i do enjoy ishtar uh, especially from her you know her first appearance uh, last yeah. season i quite enjoy ishtar but yeah all of ryak's wedding can go yeah far. yeah ryak <laughs> there's like out of all the characters who got a wedding in this series ryak yeah ryak really <laughs> really Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, did Daniel get a wedding? Yeah. I was hoping we see ceremony- Daniel's. We didn't see Daniel's wedding. No. He's the only guy that actually got married and we didn't yeah. see his wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping <laughs> in the middle of the ceremony, Ryke would like try and bite down on a tooth and try and off him. <laughs> that would have been a great not. twist. He That'd just dies. Great, Everyone yeah. in the room dies, <laughs> including his unborn child. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, whoops. Twist. Uh, brilliant. That was some All right. seven shit. Um, I'll go because I think Mitch is still going. I'll go my 14th, unless I'm my bottom four. Yeah. Starting episode, uh, the 14 will be full alert. Same yep. thing. I can't remember it. End game is 15th for me. Yep. Then I've got. Uh, my second worst for the season, Sacrifices, the Jafar wedding. Yeah. And uh, yeah, again, Icon. Yeah, it's wow. probably the, it's, for me, it's out there in the top three, top five worst of the whole series. I, I just I don't agree. remember it. And it's got no need to be there. Yeah. And it doesn't really add anything to um, the overall sort of. Anything like world of of stargate i mean that planet does come back next season yeah because the Um, redhead's in universe isn't she no that's a different redhead that's the redhead from god um, damn that's racist there's a planet we go back to the planet in season nine and something really devastating happens there and it's another reason to hate these people and that planet like there's just nothing good ever comes from this planet um but i feel like Mm, as much as i I enjoy um ethan um probably i think i've help. seen season nine and ten the least yeah oh okay see for me time. i can i can rewatch them as like their own little two seasons so um yeah it's probably we'll a good get, idea we'll get to, to it that. but yeah something something in season in that episode in ethan happens um that's really hard to watch um but i feel like that episode as much as i enjoy it as as hard it is to watch that episode you really don't need anything from this episode to help give mm. you context for that episode. It could it could have been just any other random planet. You didn't have to be this planet. Yeah. So yeah, Icon, like literally, I just remember Daniel Jackson in his like Earth jacket, like, which is weird because he's not on Earth, but he's wearing like that brown leather jacket with the the lamb chop play along collar on it. And um, <laughs> and that's all I remember. Yes. Good reference. The, the, wolf, <laughs> the Wolverine kind of yeah. legend of the jacket. Yeah. So good to yeah. know that other planets make jackets exactly the same as we do <laughs> <laughs> all right mitchie what do you got so we're going from the bottom four right yeah, so, so 14 position i was a bit torn actually between these two between and also i'll give i guess what's going to be my fifth one um between the two it was lockdown or end game for that fourth of the bottom four spots and oh, i yeah. think oh so you had them in your like 13 and 14 they're my bottom yeah the bottom five and i think i will uh for number four i will go lockdown um which one i think that? It's the Anubis Cloud, right? The Russian guy. Um, and I think oh, only yeah. because... Space it, herpes. Yeah. Yeah, fair call. 
I kind of I liked in a way the the entry of and and seeing everything through this 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 Russian guy's um, uh, point of view, I guess, and especially being from a you know foreign power and all that. But I think just you know, considering the episode wrapped up with him you know frozen on some other planet or whatever, it was very self contained and in a way it felt a little bit like an early season Stargate episode, but not a good one, just more of a filler one. And so it's not necessarily a bad episode. It's just because it's what would have been a middle of the road episode seven or eight years ago. It's still a middle of the road episode, but because it's like, we've seen this before and the stories progress beyond this, mm. yeah. it's probably just, it just gets pushed down just a little bit. Yeah, we've seen like it before, just first, a different character. The mm. first episode after like Jack becomes the general as well. It's like of yeah. all the things they could have done. Yeah, um, and then they have with um, the bunting episode with um, Zero Hour. Isn't yeah. that the next one? Yeah. It's like a lot of base stuff early on in this season, which yeah. is kind of like, come on, can we do something fun? Mm. Please. Uh, this one, like, oh, I'm surprised it was down there, I, I guess. And I think I'm talking about full alert that it was that we almost didn't get to see, like, there was a lot of great stuff, but like, this is that was the last time we see Kinsey, right? Is this 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 final Kinsey in Full Alert? Was it was it Full Alert or Endgame? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it was Full Alert. <laughs> it was I one think. Full Alert? Right, yeah. And it just felt so well, that, That's the one with Kinsey is the picture in the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You've got visual references. Yeah, yeah so that's assuming. That so he gets taken then, over. Taken over by Guawuld. And yeah. then at that very, very last second, you see him on the bridge of the Alkesh, and then it's insinuated that he's beamed out. And we never see him again. Mm. Yeah. Like there's a lot of cool shit in there that, are, you know, again, I, I like that we're still able to, uh, you know, seven years on after having this giant war over Antarctica and we've beaten all these Gould and, and, uh, and, and time traveled and all kinds of shit and interactions with other aliens that in season eight, we can still have this sort of cold war aspect um, going on between the two superpowers to do with gate travel and, and the idea that, you know, okay, that they've been taken over and it still felt very real. I remember saying that in our podcast, the threats. Yeah, I even felt- forgot all about that. Yeah, I, yeah, literally, it's the Russian longer thing. I'm going on on a tangent, it's coming to me. So um, <laughs> if you would have just asked me cold at the start, just give me three gaps. words, no idea. But yeah, yeah. that that I like the idea that the threat that a ghoul could take over someone in a, in a high was it wasn't a president, but it was like a high military guy that mm, um, yeah. that felt very dangerous after everything we've already been through. That felt really dangerous. So I like that, but then it sort of seemed to not quite pay off on that. And then to also finish off the Kinsey story, the way that they did in an anticlimactic yes. way, it just mm, felt like it was, it was like game of know. Thrones and yeah, game of Thrones. It was basically. Like, that's yeah. Not how he was meant to die. <laughs> Like this guy wasn't meant to horribly. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, rocks fell on them. Oh, that, I, mean, I feel yeah. oh, if only they'd <laughs> that would have been better. To the left. Yeah. Oh. Rocks fell on him would have been better. Yeah. yeah true. Still don't know what happened to him. I always get confused between him and Simmons getting sucked out of the airlock. Yeah, me too. Until we rewatched it, I in my brain for the last fifteen years, I'm like, oh no, that's the episode Kinsey dies. Mm. Yeah. And then it wasn't until we rewatched, I'm like, oh shit, it's we don't know what happens to him. Yeah. Did he get beamed out to Earth? Did he get beamed out on another into, into um, the back cloaked of the space? ship? Like, yeah, we never know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, second last one is unsurprising, I guess, because the way we've been talking about it, uh, sacrifices. Um, 
probably could have been the bottom one, but I, I will go ahead and say the bottom one is Icon Man because we've all been talking about it so far. Yeah, and yeah. I remember nothing about it. Even the description saying, <laughs> oh, the Stargate Discovery creates a war between two nations. I'm like, oh, that could be any one of five episodes in eight yeah. years. Yeah, remember that one back from yeah. season three where it's in the in the rock wall? He's like, they're going to come through. <laughs> like, that's the listen for that episode. I listened to our podcast with that the other day for some reason. <laughs> and uh, that, part, that part makes me laugh. <laughs> So and sacri- every time you say that yeah <laughs> yeah and i think yeah, sacrifices may i don't know why it gets the edge over that maybe because i do remember parts of it but yeah yeah you're right there's there's a lot of frustration stuff there but like maddie said there's there is some good stuff there and i do like exploring the uh not mythology but the the, the world building of what it means to be a Jafar and, 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 you know, touching back on those relationships that we'd seen before in the, um, what was the episode of the all female warriors, the Jafar from last season? Um, uh, birthright. Yeah. Birthright. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And so to, to sort of follow up on those threads in, in that episode, Am I right, man? And, and, to, <laughs> and to sort of try and fill in the gaps of what had happened between birthright and uh, and sacrifices. But um, yeah, yeah. in the end, it was like, it was a little bit too much like, oh, we don't want to get married anymore because he's a liar. And I don't know. It's like, come on. He's a liar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she spoke like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah totally. So anyway. That was yeah, his yeah. first mum, the Valley Girl. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. The Valley Girl hooker. Um, now, because there is... Occupation. Now, because there is only just the three of us for the rank, I did hit up um, Jacob, um, who was uh, with us a couple of episodes ago. I hit him up for his top three and bottom three. So um, he did send me through his bottom three for this season. And very much like we've got, he's got in uh, in number in position 15, he's got lockdown. Position 16, he's got sacrifices. And position 17, he's got icon. So very, yeah. very similar to what we've all got. All right, so moving on from there, we'll sort of quickly just run through just our middle section, which, you know, a lot of the time can be interchangeable, doesn't, so there's no particular order. Um, yeah, so my uh, middle section running upwards from position 13, so this will be sort of a middle six since we kind of did a bottom four. But running up yeah. from position 13, I've got lockdown, position 12, sacrifices, position 11, affinity, which is the adventures of uh what lois and lois and tilk lois and tilk really come on uh 10 avatar the video game episode nine was zero hour with um uh, the bunting Bunting. and all that kind of stuff and this one i i apologize brendan i put it as high as i could but number eight it's good to be king uh i'm not surprised (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a good episode it's but there's just so many other episodes above it that i enjoy more that it just missed out mm. um on my top seven i mean there's but, a few things in a good to be king that could have been better but mm-hmm. i i just like the concepts and i think that's what i like most about science fiction is you can your imagination runs away with it yeah so oh, just the fact they had this pile this column with ancient writing and they're like, Oh yeah, it's thousands of years old. And it's written about SG one. And you're like, what? Yeah. That, that blew my tiny And mind. then in the very opposite of full alert in the way, you know, Kinsey, who's been around since season one, we really get an unsatisfying final episode for him. Yeah. May- Mayborn comes that back and we get a really satisfying that final episode really for satisfying. him. You know, yeah. it's really satisfying. Cause he's, you know, you love him, you hate him, you love him, you hate him, but it's like, you don't kind of begrudge him. You're like, okay, all right. He like actually if the came last... out the hero at the end. Yeah. Like if, 
remember i forget which episode it was maybe season four or five where it's like the last time we see him he's like um just on the caribbean beach with the chicken bikini <laughs> dancing yeah. yeah it's like if that was the last time we'd seen him that would be a great ending for him as well but yeah. so like anything past that um was great was just you know and yeah they didn't kind of hello shit bed jack and yeah i had gemini as my number as my lowest in the middle number 13 the replicata one yep mainly because carter was so stupidly written in that episode like she got fooled by that replicata so hard and so quick yeah she fucked up so bad i'm like carter doesn't do that she's carter yeah probably could have had a couple more passes i think we spoke about it in the episode it's like does she know that she knows that she knows that she knows? And it's like, mm. if that was a little more on the nose. Like if we knew that Carter was letting herself get fooled by Replicata and that's why she was making the stupid decisions, we'd kind of be more on board, but they didn't kind of lay it out. It's like, we don't know if yeah. Carter was letting herself, like Carter knew she was what she was doing. And in the end, Replicata knew. ran away with it. And she was like, I'm sorry, Jack, I've stuffed up. And we're like, yeah, I know you did. Mm. You could see it coming from a mile away. <laughs> um, then I've got number 12, Covenant, Mr. Sheffield. Yep. Um, zero hour with the bunting and the plants. Yep. I think the reason I like that is because it's Jack's, just Jack in general, his reaction to everything. Yeah. He, no red, it just um, won't be the same. And His monologue over the top with his writing his letter yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then I've got, I don't know why I had this so high, actually. Lockdown. I think it's because I thought that was... I liked it at the, at, when I watched it because he thought that's when Anubis died and, and we tricked him really well. I like that twist at the end where he's on that ice planet. Oh, the ice planet, yeah. And number nine, you might be angry at me for this. I've got Citizen Joe at number nine. Oh, wow. Only because... I'm thinking maybe when I first saw this, I didn't realize that guy was Homer. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I did realize get, who it was. I did get a lot of messages from people after the episode saying, you fucking ruined Citizen Joe for me <laughs> by playing that audio of, and, of Joe crying being Homer. And also because it's a clip show, that's yeah. the reason. Yeah. And they wait, they wait like 15 minutes to turn it into yeah. a clip show. Yeah. <laughs> Um, even though the clips were good for that, for the purpose of the story, mm. it's it's a clip show for that reason. It can't be in my top seven, and then um, <laughs> it's still, I think, probably the best clip show. It is out of, definitely out of all of them. Yeah. It's definitely the best. Mitch, did you hear that? Beats politics. Yes. <laughs> well, that's 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 a big call. <laughs> touchy, touchy, especially at the moment. We don't we don't want to talk politically, of course. Oh, so, guys. Yeah, oh god, no. no. Number eight for me is Lois and Tilk Affinity. I really just love how Tilk gets out and about and mixes it up. Gangster rap, beanie, singlet, <laughs> just so sick. Yeah, so sick. Assaulting people with fruit. Yeah. <laughs> I should not interfere. Yeah, you should beat his ass. Yeah. Your friendly neighborhood. <laughs> Jafar, yeah, get just low-level crime in the area. Not even crime; yeah. it's more like felonies. It's just like basics, yeah, totally. of, you know, like <laughs> misdemeanors. Yeah, what up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Tilk. Okay, so uh, what is it? Number thirteen down to um, eight. Well, you've kind of given us thirteen already. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thirteen and fourteen. So you could do it again, mate. Because yeah. I forgot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
So my number 13 is Endgame. It just got the uh, the tick over That's lockdown right. for um, the, the bottom of my middle section because I guess uh, it's it was furthering the story and felt like a, you know, a newish sort of episode opposed to lockdown, which felt uh, like a little bit like something we've, um, we've tread on before. So Endgame at 13, number 12, Covenant. Mr. Sheffield, fine episode, fun episode, especially, you know, us mm. growing up in the 90s, watching him on the nanny. But, um, you yeah. know, uh, it's like, it, it is what it is. It's a self-contained episode. It's fun. But, uh, and, you know, I like, again, I always like seeing what the world of Stargate looks like to other people outside. And while it was told from our point of view and SG-1's point of view, um, we did get a little bit of a look in what, you know, how that situation could be taken advantage of by people in power or people with money and, and then within the media and all that sort of stuff. So, and the idea that they show him, show him things to try and keep him quiet is always interesting about the world building. Um, number 11 affinity. Uh, that's the, that's the lowest lane one, right? Yeah. That's, that, yeah. that's fun. Jinx. I love that one as well. It's good fun. Uh, number 10 avatar. Jinx. I think it's, uh, I think both of them really stand out my memories as, as good fun teal episodes but there was just something about watching uh avatar for the first time when it did come out whatever age i would have been like late teens or something and me and lincoln just sitting there just watching a video game in live action starring teal yeah. it was like how much did you want an sg1 game after oh that my episode? God. I still where is the game? Yeah, where is when, it? Still haven't happened. Well, and then when the oh, really? DVDs came out for this season, there was the trailers for the um Stargate game that never eventuated. Mm. Yes. So yeah, there was just so much hype because you were just like, yeah, we're gonna get like a like you know fucking Doom or Wolfenstein, but it's SG One. Yeah. And Even if it was shitty, I still would have loved it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it had all of SG One's voices and it had a new villain. Yeah. And all that. Would have been so good. Yeah, it would have been so good. Yeah, it would have been a good time, like you said, having the voices and because the, the, the popular as the franchise was at that time, still low key enough that the talent were required to do the voices. Like yes. if they're any bigger, no, nah, you sent you send yeah. in, you know, Tom, Hanks's, Tom Hanks's brother. brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I remember. Um, we're out. Sorry, Maddie. Brent and I are out, mate. We're done. Okay. Yeah. Put a fork in us. We peaked. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I remember after after oh, Buffy wrapped, they decided they were going to do like an animated version of Buffy, mm. and the entire cast signed on to voice their characters except Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh come! And I'm on. like, that's a dick move. And yeah, yeah. The, the cartoon never went anywhere. There was only like a little mm. three minute sort of treatment, but it's like, oh, that's rough. It's a bit like, like the one person you need. Um, Gemini number nine. Which one's Gemini? Oh, the, the the Carter and Carter. Replicata. Mm -hmm. It's like it's the best of replicators type thing. It's like you know, and uh, like while she's poorly written, uh, we 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 had a lot to say on that in the podcast. Like Brennan was saying before, um, you know, Amanda Tapping is great. So seeing her play off each of herself. Yeah, that actually we probably did. I don't know if we said enough about that. I think she actually. The replicata was so convincing. I actually mm. thought it was real, like yeah. another person there. Yeah, and the way they obviously yeah. shot it too. It wasn't just a simple like, oh, and blah blah mm. blah, and then poor acting. You know, sort of off no one or off a double or something. Um, uh, when she was listening yeah, to herself, yeah, because she had talk. the screen to interact with, even though it would have felt a bit clunky waiting yeah. for the recording to say something. But it was you could actually see the two of them on the same shot and there's no yeah. cgi needed yeah yeah, yeah yeah and and when you think back to like season two or three whenever it was when there was like alternate carter with the long hair and and those like both the production mm. and amanda tapping have come a long way from that episode 
to yeah. this episode in terms of believing that it's not just a green split screen like it's they're two very distinct characters yeah that was cool and my uh, top of the uh, middle section might might upset those in the room. I can't remember. I don't know that this has been mentioned yet, but uh, Prometheus Unbound. I don't remember wow. a lot about the episode. Oh, I don't. I don't remember a lot about it. But what I do remember is Vala. And you know me, I'm not a real big fan of, uh, of Vala. Yeah. Um, mm. I know we said this is different to what she eventually you know they they well no it's the same they could have made it different if they would have known what she was going to become and and what they had to stick with but i just think yeah i yeah she annoyed me in the episode because she was supposed to be annoying so it, you know nothing against uh claudia right um she's mm. excellent i love her but the character of vala just annoys me and so it just her presence in the episode just kind of annoys mm. me a bit even though it's you know it's an important app and there's good stuff that happens in it but yeah yeah i think i think that's fair i think for you're speaking on behalf of a lot of stargate fans where vala is a very polarizing character and it's a yeah i don't think there's anyone that's kind of lukewarm on it it's a it's a love or hate scenario with vala so yeah yeah that, that makes it i mean even that, that um prometheus on got that high is you know it's pretty good i well, um thank you I think I am lukewarm on her because I love Aaron Sun so hard. Mm. Uh, and I love her. I loved seeing her in this episode and I love Vala in this episode. I don't like piggy tail Vala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Which is because I feel like they just went that extra 10% too hard with her trying to be funny. Because mm. some of them I'm just sitting there going, can we get on with the storyline? <laughs> later on but that's later that's it we'll talk about that later and aronson is badass aronson's so <laughs> awesome all right we'll knock into our top seven all right so for me starting in the number seven position is gemini uh then up and i've got i think depending on the day these two are interchangeable for me in my number five and number six position is I've got at the moment on my, on my little um, sheet here, I've got in number six position, Mobius parts one and two, and in number five position, reckoning parts one and two. But I think that Ooh. could, they could, they could flip depending on, depending on the day, I think. Yeah. Uh, in my number four position, I have citizen Joe. Oh, it's uh, up there. It's up there. I do. As I said, it's the, it's the best, um, uh, clip show. Clip show. Clip show. I was about to say flashback, and I was like, no, that's not the word I'm looking for. It's the best clip show um, of the entire franchise. So um, it's enjoyable. I enjoy it. Uh, it, it, made, it made me feel okay to cry at Daniel's death. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, the more I watch it, like this time around, I really liked it more. Mm. But I always, always make this list based on what I have always thought of in the past. If I'm going to watch season eight, this is what I'm watching first. Oh, yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I typically do that, but I found every now and then there's a little um, there's a little surprise. Like I was doing up my list the other day for our Atlantis rank and there was one episode that ended up going up quite high that I just, it wasn't until this watch around that I actually learned to appreciate the episode. So mm. every now and then, but yeah, typically I, I think about, yeah, when I'm pulling up my DVD case, which which episodes do I want to watch? Which ones and which ones stand out? When I read it, an episode title, I go, yeah, yeah, I want to watch that episode. Yeah. Um. So my top three is in number three, New Order parts one and two. In number two, Prometheus Unbound, and in my number one position, of course, it's Threads, but the extended cut. 
as <laughs> to be the extended cut. And it's not, it wasn't movie length as we later discovered. It wasn't. Well, yeah, we found out it's, it was actually, minutes. it was six, even though my DVD case actually says, says on the back of it that it's 89 minutes or whatever, it's not. It's yeah. only 60 something minutes. And we sent the fandom into a frenzy at that point. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, I've everyone's seen like, that, Maddie. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I'm literally the extra twenty minutes on top of the extra twenty minutes. Oh it literally, God. I'm looking at my DVD case now. It literally says <laughs> special eighty-four minute episode. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's, that's a typo. It was supposed to be. 60, that was Cooper. Probably sixty-four minutes. No, it was Cooper for sure. Oh, definitely. Uh, it's just twenty minutes of him doing audio commentary in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> just him and fucking um, Martin Giro, just like <laughs> making each other laugh. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> What was I surprised about? Oh, Prometheus Unbound, number three. That's pretty high. Number two. Number Prometheus two. Prometheus Unbound was number two Sorry. for me. I number love two. Prometheus Unbound. That was pretty high. Yeah. Well, it's one I of those ones. Two. I do love I, re- it. I, do love I remember it. being so upset when it was uh, like showing on TV because like I'd been on IMDb and, like, and I knew the episode was coming and it's post um, Farscape. So I was like, Farscape. oh my God, I'm getting some Claudia Black. She's going to be in Stargate. This is going to be amazing. And it never played on free to wear. They skipped it. Jeez. And so I had to wait until the DVDs came out. So it's like, I was just dying for this episode. And when I finally got it, I'm just like, oh my God, this was so yeah, worth it. Yeah, see, I, I actually was so good. pleasantly surprised when she took the helmet off. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. soon? And obviously that's a callback to like is, the pilot of Farscape where yeah. she does a very similar move she has, where she's yeah. in like, all black armor and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the Isn't conceit a, yeah. the conceit there is obviously, you know, Helmet On has um, a <laughs> Carl Warrior body, Helmet Off, Voluptuous Lady Body. Yeah. It's um, funny, isn't it? In that wetsuit. But yeah. um, other than that, so good. And, you know, Daniel with his bit on the planet being Hans Olo with those two tentacle porn guys. <laughs> like, yeah, it so is. So good. It's really good. And the funny thing is, Daniel's actually trying to get to Atlantis finally. Yeah. It gets foiled by Vala. He was on his of all way. people. <laughs> yeah. And that great borderline homophobic scene where, like, Reynolds is just like, I've got to give Hammond mouth to mouth. No. It's like that push hey, in. He's just not into that. He's just not into it. But just, yeah, like, I mean, Hammond's got bad breath. In. That's probably yeah, what it's it was. Halitosis. It's, yeah. And no one talks about it because he's the general. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, there's so much to love in that episode. Oh, speaking of, I found, I don't know if you guys heard about this. I'm trying to find there's a, there's a, some news that came out a couple of days or yesterday about Mm. Brad Wright's new series. So I want to read that out. Should we wait until, should we wait until you guys have ranked before we do that? Yeah, yeah. I just thought I'd tease it now. Yeah, nice. So I don't forget about it if you guys remember. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, that's that's all I'm going to do. We'll do that before mailbag. All right. Top seven for me. Number seven, Avatar, The Matrix. I've always, yeah, like Mitch said, I had that huge hard on with the Avatar and The Matrix and Tilk. And also, I like the fact that it's actually a throwback to Gamekeeper in the early Mm. seasons. I really, they they didn't really meant to go into it in too much depth, but as a fan, it's a nice throwback. I think I like. Yeah, that. it's like you know, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, it's good to know that we did actually eventually get some of that tech, and we're trying to put that yeah. to use. And and when you hear listen back to our earlier podcast, Reese is always like, oh, they just go off world, 
get nothing and come home at least you know oh so they did do some r&d stuff with some you know some of the we didn't see them bring back one of those pod chairs yeah but, and it's like they did it does you know sort of make your imagination go wild because you're like okay did it take them four years to get one of those chairs like did it take them mm. years of negotiations and stuff to you know to get that chair or you know so it makes you think about all those interesting things that yeah. Stargate Origins that's what touched I, on nothing on. That's what turned me on about that the most. Yeah. Uh, number six, I have Prometheus Unbound. Nice. Number five, It's Good to Be King. Ooh, uh, I thought I that one higher for you. I did have it in my top three. And then <laughs> I just saw it. I just rewatched some trailers of a few episodes and I'm like, they're just like quintessential stargate of what you know the crescendo mm. of stargate uh number four i have new order part one and two yep daniel's dead number three i've got threads um respect to reckoning part one and two and for me can't go past any time travel mobius part one and two i just I love thought that might be yours i love the Ra. the whole they bring back Ra. They go yeah. to get ZPM, even though I understand why people would hate it because it because they don't like the Daniel and Carter alternates, and they don't like that they actually fuck their own timeline. But that look, <laughs> I always look past that. <laughs> <laughs> it's and not that's really it, Jack you, and Sam, but you kind of get a Jack and Sam moment anyway. Yeah, when you really love an episode, you can look past its flaws to you yeah. know when you when you really connect with something. So yeah, no, that's and I mean yeah. you've been going on about Mobius for. You know, almost that's one I always remember life. for me when you go season eight. I'm like, oh, Mobius, yeah, that's I don't know why, but that's yeah, me too. Yeah. And hey, my name is Carlos, and you're Mimi so hot. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you cannot lose, <laughs> Carlos. Something for everybody, something for everybody. <laughs> All right, number seven for me, Citizen Joe. Uh, yeah, Joe, same, same deal with you guys. It's uh, it's the best of the clip shows. It's it's a bit of fun, yeah. and like you said, they they dupe us into thinking that it's not, and then it is. And by that stage, you're having too much fun with it because it's got nothing to do with SG One by that point. It's just, yeah, they almost come into it by accident. Um, number six, uh, zero hour. Uh, Ooh, number nice. yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's I don't know. Cool. I think I just like the Jack side of it. I don't know. I just, I yeah, just, I like really seeing good. a real different side of him and like a vulnerability to him. And especially when we start to not get a lot of Jack O'Neill or Richard Dean Anderson, obviously in this, uh, in this show, I like that they actually took some time out to go. Well, no, he's not all just jokes and and um, and mm. sarcasm. He's uh, he's actually got a real, which we know he's got a serious side. He just, you know, doesn't take many things seriously. Uh, number five, it's good to be king. I remember we paid out the ending, yeah. the end fights were shit and all that sort of stuff. But I just yeah. I love that. I love Mayborn. He's he's a villain that you love to hate throughout the series. And then by the end, he's not that much of a bad guy. And just the yeah, the expanse and the world building and stuff and the the you know, the, the 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 jumper and you know, oh yeah, a lot, a lot of really cool shit, mythology sort of shit in there. Number four, um, I think reckoning has dropped down. Uh, it's mostly, or if not all, two parters at this point, which I guess mm. Makes much sense because I haven't said any others. Uh, Reckoning, again, a lot of great Stargating sort of stuff going on all over the place, ghoul, replicators, whatever. Um, but it, it sort of almost falls into number four by default. Number three, uh, New Order. Uh, a lot of great good. stuff at the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of great stuff except, at the start of the... Except for Sam on the farm with Fifth. 
everything else is great. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd actually forgotten that was in that one. Uh, number yeah. two is uh, I know we had some issues with it as a part of a rewatch, which we said in our literally our last episode of SG One. But Mobius, I'm like Brendan, I'm a sucker for time travel, and this is like. It'd be top three episodes of Stargate. Whenever I think I have that image of them walking away mm. from the camera into the desert, like that is burnt into my brain yeah. from watching this 15 over more than years ago. Um, and I love it. So we had a lot of yeah. they're fishing. They're all fishing I, yes. as well. Yeah. And, and I think, the, I think finale. The, the only reason I think Mobius is held to a higher standard is because it is the season finale and, you know, Jack's last episode as a regular. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. if, if it was like the and you know much I hate this term but if it was like the mid-season finale like two-parter <laughs> kind of thing like just in the middle of the season somewhere I think it would be up there with like window of opportunity as like one of the most beloved just fun romp kind of stories but because you know it's it just has mm. that high expectation of being a finale you always hold a finale to a higher standard um, so I think I think that's why it's one of those sort of you so know so you reckon if they had which one was the second last reckoning they had a reckoning, reckoning and then last. threads then threads that's right yeah so thre- th- they should have been three-parter yeah threads yeah. is the original episode where they're fishing at the end where they go fishing at the that's end of right. threads and then mobius comes in and they end up fishing that's at right. the end but there's fish mm. yeah. yeah and then yeah uh we're yeah. talking about it but obviously leaves threads um at the end so mobius for me was a nice, nice it would have been a perfect series finale for me in the way that it touches on so much uh, of the franchise of the ghoul the great stuff of, of sg1 and all the way back to the film as well um while having a completely new time travel adventure threads was just i don't know like obviously the revelations and stuff that, that came uh, a part of it but um yeah everything you guys have said about it and yeah went into it at length in the podcast it was fat it was Nubis. awesome what was the other name we gave fat nubis there's nothing here oh i can't remember but one thing about threads oh, i yeah. still have only seen oh. the regular cut i haven't seen the extended oh. because because I couldn't find my DVD at the time when I watched it. That's so I right. got to watch it on Stan and Stan only have the 42 minute cut. So I love yeah. threads, but I love it a little bit more because Maddie said that the extended cut's awesome. So I've got to go back and watch that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know me, I'm a, I'm a sucker for anything Daniel. So like all that stuff of Daniel in the diner, I can just watch that on repeat. I love it yeah. so much. Um, and yeah, obviously the big, the big Anubis reveal, you know, that Daniel's been talking to Anubis this whole time is that's up there as far as like, you know, one of those just like, I remember, I remember seeing that for the first time and just my mind just exploding, just mouth, yeah. just agape, just like, holy What was his fuck. name in that, in that diner? Anubis, the big fat guy, Bob or something? Big Bob? I can't remember. No, then there are people screaming at us I'll, right now, I'll but I don't, I don't know. Um, Pepper Potts, was it? <laughs> Is it Joe? <laughs> no, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow knew it. Apple. Apple. <laughs> Goop. Satchel. The Coldplay guys misses. <laughs> Jim. It was Jim. Jim. Big Jim. Big Jim. Jim. Jim Noob is big, big Jim. Jim. Um, the guy from the guy that uh, when he wasn't trying to take over the universe, he was helping Michelle Pfeiffer raise some underprivileged kids at school. Oh really? Dangerous Minds. That's, that's the guy from Dangerous Minds. That was Michelle right. Pfeiffer's um... Gangsters Paradise. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> send a white woman and she'll save the black kids. <laughs> yeah, so ridiculous. Put and in the a fact why that actually can't. That was a cool movie. I really liked mm. that because I was a kid and I had 
I didn't know any better. But then they made a Hillary Swank one too, and we're like, are we still pretending? This oh, is really? Cool? I don't remember that one. Yeah, I just, right. you know, as like, you know, as us just being like just a bunch of nerdy white kids, and then hearing Coolio yeah. for the first time, we thought we were <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, we felt, are, we are so fucking yeah. urban. We are just yeah. like you know. I remember so listening to that shit when I was like white kids. nine when it was <laughs> yeah. on. I was like, man, this shit, this song's talking about some real issues, right? Yeah. This must be what it's like to live on the streets and in the in the hood, man. Mm. As soon as I learn what the hood is, I'll understand that reference I just made because <laughs> I'm a nine year old white Australian living in yeah. a pretty comfortable life, living know? in a yeah. kangaroo patch, you know, yeah. <laughs> coming home from my co-ed catholic school yeah, i was gonna say I... going to a catholic school <laughs> you guys knew all about the pain uh, so white yeah what? for the for many years after that I, I wanted to be that kid that you know the kid that wins the prize and gets to go to dinner with michelle pfeiffer and he looks at the menu and he goes i'll have the chicken a whole one <laughs> i always just wanted to do that just go yeah. to a restaurant and just order a whole yeah. chicken <laughs> oh such a good movie and a diet coke <laughs> i like the taste uh, yeah i would have had it's good to be king out there but like i said they for me threads mobius reckoning new order tough competition they're just they're just undeniable yeah and that and it's reached this point where we needed all those episodes combined yeah far out that's why it's it's so amazing when you think about season eight being a season that includes all those episodes and then also mm. includes icon you know, know. you just like, really? Yeah, it's so weird. And like, even Icon think- feels like a season two episode or something, you know? It's yeah. like they needed to save up so much money for these five episodes. <laughs> yeah. But it for- wasn't even a bottle episode. Like, they had to go, like, they used so many, like, on-location bits for that. Like, it wasn't even mm. a money saver. Yeah. Um, they had to create all those sets. It wasn't a lot of CGI, it. though. No, no. That's but where money... Le- it used to be expensive doing CGI. Now it's cheaper to do now it's cheaper yeah than doing <laughs> practical effects it's like oh yeah. we don't we don't need extras we'll just we'll just put in some uh, cgi extras in, in post and good too like i'm just looking at my top four and my top four are all the um double episodes the fact that we're in mm. season eight of a show but a, a big sci-fi show like this that's already got a spin-off going and that for me the four best episodes are double parters which means that they aren't stretching out the story like none of them felt like they mm. could have been one episode um yeah they seem to have broken the curse haven't they remember how you know back in the mm. early seasons whenever we had a two-parter we were always like oh well, the first part was good but the second part was shit or vice versa because yeah. it did feel yeah. that way whereas none of those episodes you feel like oh they were stretching it out to fill in numbers yeah i was just sorry i was just gonna say with these top four you get all the good characters you get Selmak, you get you know, all the good side characters, Braytac, Braytac and Tilk are finally getting to Dakara, which is the first time we hear of Dakara, yeah. which is a side note. But we get rid of Baal. You know, we get rid of Pete as well. You know, you get Baal, you get the replicated ending, um, just everything into a nice, neat bow over that six, seven, eight episodes because yeah. of the two parters. Yeah. So good. Really good. And now while we're on it, I'll run through uh, Jacob's top three. He, in number three position, he had Mobius. In number two, he had Threads. And in number one, he had Reckoning. i tell you what um, episodes were ranked the lowest on IMDb. Oh, do tell. Oh, that's interesting. Covenant, Gemini, and Affinity with 7.5. Interesting. Third. 
second last with 7.1 is Icon, which we we said, and then 6.8, which is one of the lowest in all of Stargate, Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah people hate Sacrifices. <laughs> fat, fat Jafar Wedding. So yeah. if you had that order, then we don't disagree with you. No. But yeah, it was just actually yeah, Affinity I... though. I'm surprised with Affinity, maybe because it was the whole trust thing. Everyone hates the trust. Yeah, well, I, that's how I hate the trust. So I assume everyone does. Right? Isn't that the way the world works? Well, yeah. it was it was a weird season because remember there was that weird thing where it's like they showed the episodes out of order. So it's like they mentioned the trust when they've already like they're like, oh, it's this new thing called the trust. But then we heard about the trust the week like mm. it was all out of order and weird. And um, maybe there was maybe there was some um, some overlap. Maybe there was some Smallville hate and people were just like, ah, oh, we don't want Smallville people on Stargate incorrect yeah <laughs> we want everybody we want all canadians in all yeah. sci-fi thank you very much and i want to I'll think somewhere along the... the line that the two brothers the two winchester brothers were some of those kids yes. in the street in affinity you know top three on imdb so 8.5 is the third highest prometheus unbound nice 8.8 there's a tie here between Threads and New Order. Fair. And number one on IMDb with a nine is Reckoning Part One and Two. Yeah, wow. So that's cool. That's pretty good. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I think this is one of the easiest seasons to rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I, I mean, I had, I had Reckoning down at like five or six only because I think, like, if I think of Reckoning One and Two and Threads as a whole, like, I can, I can go back and watch Threads. But it's very mm. rarely I'll go back and watch Reckoning One and Two. The leader, because you get the previously good. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're like, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I remember that bit. Yep. And cool, being being the Daniel bitch that I am, like he spends most of that episode just like stuck to a wall with Replicata. Like he's got some good scenes. Yeah. But you know he's abducted in the first like ten minutes or whatever, um, and then spends. And I mean I do love those scenes with him and Replicata, and and obviously Is he scared Omar, of that wall, Maddie. Huh? Full of replicator blocks, Daniel. Michael Shanks, was he scared of the wall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked too much like a spider. <laughs> um, but yeah, and obviously having Oma back, even that was a fake Oma. Um, it was so great to see um, Oma Dasala back. And then obviously, but then to get as much as we get of her in threads, in I think threads, that, yeah, that's the good. big that's the big thing for me. Is um, it's it's the best it's the best we get of Oma. Like I said, you know even though she's in this subservient, you know, waitress position, she still holds herself mm. in a regal way. Like and you can she's basically sense. sacrificed herself fighting Anubis for all eternity. For eternity. Yeah. Pretty hot. That's pretty friggin' sweet. Yeah. Until they I feel like it. she would until have they more power it later in the though. series, but uh, you know, yeah, we won't go there. we'll get, we'll get to that. Um, so we do usually do a collective one, don't we? We do, but there's only three of hard. us. So will it be official? It won't really be an official one, will it? Well, Reese isn't here. <laughs> but no, Lincoln's not here. If Jaws isn't here, I don't want to do the math on it. I never have. So that's up to you <laughs> two if anyone wants to do the math on it, on what our collective top three are. All right. So I have um, an article here by Nivia Serrao. Uh, Nivia writes, I don't know if it's a boy or girl. Could be both. Doesn't matter non-binary hey it's a it's a cleaning product as far as i'm concerned god yeah maybe your body i love a wanking mechanic in my house (laughs) 
Exclusive Stargate SG-1 creator Brad Wright on his pitch for a, rev- a revival slash hopes for the franchise. Not sure about that title, but anyway, we'll run with Bit it. wordy. We'll go for it. Not Stargate bad for fans. I mean, well written for Moisture. For Moisture. <laughs> he's done well for Moisture. Yeah, yeah. The Blue Bottle's done good. Yeah. The All right. Stargate fans have been clamoring for a new series ever since the crew of Universe shut its doors. Was it I'm the glad. crew of Universe? I'm glad. Well, well the other, other option was... Uh, Origin, so I'm glad Nivia bypassed that. That's good. Yeah, good credit. Yeah, but Destiny, I would have said the crew of Destiny shut its doors, but that's just uh, me. Yeah. Um, and blasted off into space several years ago, especially since both Star Wars and Star Trek have had a massive resurgence in recent years. The former with the sequel trilogy and Mandalorian, blah, 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 blah. Bit wordy again. I'm going to skip to the next paragraph. And while there is news about a potential franchise revival a while back any recent plans appeared to have been put on hold with amazon being a quiet um having acquired mgm however stargate sg1 and atlantis co-creator brad wright does doesn't think fans should give up hope just yet even if it means a, uh, a long way ahead long before there were multiple star trek scotty likes talking about star treks it's almost um, it's almost like star trek fans and stargate fans overlap in some Way. I thought so. <laughs> uh, back back in the day, Stargate SG One and Atlantis were both on a Friday night at the same time. That's some that's something that has become a bit of a big deal in science fiction television. Right, tell Sci-Fi Wire, oh, Sci-Fi Wire, ah, oh, Sci-Fi Wire, Sci-Fi Wire. I can't imagine Amazon not doing something with the franchise or empowering MGM to do something with the franchise. All right, this is where it gets good. One potential pitch for an upcoming revival, which Wright has written a pilot for, would see the return of familiar faces from popular franchise, including Daniel Jackson, in brackets, Michael Shanks from Altered Carbon, Amanda, <laughs> Samantha Carter, Amanda Tapping from Travelers, and Jack O'Neill, Richard Dean Anderson. Interesting. Now, this is a quote from Brad. My goal was to create something that was new, that also honoured the existing universe. I think we all like that. Mm. Something that lived up to the canon of SG-1 Atlantis and Universe and therefore included some of those characters. Bringing in the new guard, absolutely, but not at the expense of pre-existing characters who I think would still be very much on their game and still firing at all cylinders. He goes on to add, and of course, there would be a General Carter. Why wouldn't there be? Who else would run the whole shebang other than her? That's great. I mean, we all knew that. Well, that would make sense. You think about, you know, uh, a colonel in the military as, you know, talented and experienced, experienced as, she as she is. It's like, I yeah, if, if you honestly, caught up with I these characters. There would be ever anybody in the history of the world that would have as much experience as her. Yeah, or mm. be better qualified to yeah. lead um, the whatever the, the new, inter- yeah. new, new iteration of the, the SGC, SGC would be. Yeah. But yeah, and just but just in the real world, it's like, well, you know, if you catch up with like a full bird colonel ten years later on, it's a pretty good chance that you know she's going to be a general. Definitely, she. That'd be great. Well, there is, yeah. and like as of us recording this, I haven't actually watched it yet. But maybe last week or whatever it was, there was that sort of video thing where like Brad Wright, Amanda Tapping, Michael Shanks, um, and then a few other. It was like McKay and Keller from. Atlantis. Atlantis. They got yeah. together and they like read a script that was written by like a bot 
like one of those automated Google AI. Google yeah, AI yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so they got together and kind of read that script. So I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but mm. um, yeah, obviously that probably would have, you know, given Brad a few more ideas as well. And, and obviously would have tested the waters in terms of what actors are willing to come back. And, and those that are kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of done. And those that he doesn't want to come back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I hear there's a feud between a few of the cast members. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, other cast members are going to be out of their price range, like um, old Jason Momoa. He's probably, he might come back for mm. a favor, but they're probably not going to be able to afford his going rate. True. And that's interesting. I like that. What did I read about him the other week? I did screenshot it. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's worth a read. Actually, the only other thing that we kind of spoke about earlier and that he added in this, Brad says, um, Stargate was something that took place in the here and now. And it was us going into space with our idioms and idiosyncrasies mm. and our points of view about the universe and the world in general. It was this secret that could be happening right now to the point where in NORAD and Cheyenne Mountain, there was a broom closet that says Stargate Command. It's a part of our culture, our here and now, and that's what makes it different. And I yeah. can't agree more with that. It has to be 2022. Yeah, you know, I've got you. Yeah, yeah. I think I think now. the only thing that would potentially cause like a moment of pause for them in terms of how they're going to do it is like when SG One started, we were just a bunch of dumbass Earthlings, you know. Whereas by the time Stargate finishes, we have so much advanced tech. So there is, yes. there is an element of okay, yeah, there's how much another of that decade upon tech? that. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, so what is what is the um adversary going to be like in the same way and we'll get to it next season in terms of you know the you know the the polarizing villain that is the Ori in terms of us already having a bunch of you know advanced technology we're then having to in a lot of ways reset to zero how do you do that with 10 years on top of all the tech that we had the last time we saw these people um mm. and still make it grounded so but I think they would have to still keep it a secret um, no, yeah, but I populace. oh, definitely. But I just mean in terms of the technology that we 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 have at our fingertips to fight any adversaries in this world. Yeah, what's the level of adversary we're going to have to come across that's going to make it make the stakes high enough, you know, for us to enjoy? It. But there's nobody better qualified to do it than Brad Wright. Full no. stop. There's and absolutely think... nobody better. If anyone can do it, it's him. There's two things that in my mind would be super awesome is if they called it Stargate galaxies and they actually had a wormhole drive on a ship, which went to alternate galaxies, or they found a source that they could go to different galaxies um, through the Stargate system and find just crazy aliens, you know, something that something like Pegasus where it wasn't an immediate threat to earth, they could still keep their, they're distant, they're safe distance. Mm. Um, and then also I read somewhere, I think it was fan fiction or a, a pitch of a video game where the furlings were actually kicked out of the great alliance of the five great races Ooh. because they created the Goa'uld. Oh. Hmm. Which that, that could, be, could fun. be freaking cool. And there are little things like that. Like obviously when you go back to one of my favorite episodes with the first ones where 
you know, we're back to that primordial um, planet where there's gold symbiotes that have no nacquita in their body. Mm. And you learn, and it's like, okay, so at what point, how did symbiotes, get you know, get nacquita? Like you, the assumption is on that planet, symbiotes took over some unas. Yeah. Um, but at what point, how did they, you know? So yeah, there's, there's definitely things like that that we could definitely um, learn about. Obviously my first thing is to say, well, you know, Star Trek, you know, made um, Discovery where they made the mistake of making it a prequel and trying to fill yeah. in gaps in the history. And, and that kind of was, a, depending who you talk to, was an unmitigated disaster or some people love it. But so, yeah, I think, you know, as, as Brad has said, you know, it's got to be instead in the current day, um, but it could be good exploring that past from the current day. Mm. That's what Stargate's great at. Yes. Yeah, and they can either start the pilot of announcing the Stargate program to the world or, you know, or I, I always thought they could find another Heliopolis without even saying, oh, remember SG-1 found it. It's just like that's the salute to the fans is you see the same similar prop. It has it has the the same CGI effect. Yeah. But it's like the furling they bring Daniel Jackson in for a few episodes because they can't figure out the writing or whatever. Yeah. Or even just the idea of like revisiting planets. It's something we don't, we just, they don't do. I mean, obviously there's a whole galaxy full of planets. Like the, 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 yeah, you know, I know they go back to uh, a particular ally all the time or something, but like, what's to say that, yeah, 10, 15 years down in the future, there's something that happens. It's like, Oh, we need to go back to that planet that we're at in, in season two of Stargate SG-1. And, and that's why you might bring in Daniel because he's the only one that could possibly negotiate with these people because, you know, we're in our infancy about traveling out throughout the galaxy and stuff, but this, you know, you, your day-to-day life, there's something you'll think about that you've kept in the garage for 15 years and all of a sudden you'll need to know it or there's, you know, you need to call up someone that you used to know because of something you do in your current life. So, you know, why not magnify that to a, mm-hmm. a, a, a galactical sort of scale and and revisit some old old planets again okay in the mundane here's, ones here's my pitch how how would this go over with everybody if you find out that that um that predatory date rapist chick from 100 days actually did get pregnant with jack's baby and that kid's <laughs> like 21 22 now or something like that <laughs> and comes to earth looking to find dad and then ends up joining an sg team and that's one of the new characters <laughs> and he has to compete he has to compete with uh with the asgard clone of o'neill and his name's oh, jack yeah. snow yeah jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you got you then you got clonial um and then who else have we got in there Ryak's probably aged out at this point. So I thought you were going to say um, in the episode Need, where Daniel Jackson gets um, oh, with the tree, to the the tree girl. Yeah. And that tree girl is pregnant with Daniel's kid. <laughs> it could be a whole like next generation. And then maybe, <laughs> yeah. um, remember the, remember the, the super SG smarts. Daniel. It's remember just all of Daniel's smart, spawn. <laughs> remember the super smart Smurf kids? Remember that planet where like, yeah. the kids had the nanites in them and they wore those white Smurf hats and there was that chick yeah. that he that he took painting? I wonder what, what age. Isn't wasn't she like end up didn't she grow up and become like Stargirl or whatever it was? That actress? Yeah, she did actually in Smallville. Yeah. yeah. Can you bring oh. her back? I mean, these are <laughs> all nice. But I'm I think thinking... they could get better caliber actors. <laughs> and I don't mean Yeah, well, I, I mean just... if, if if you're dealing with prime money, 
you know like yeah they See can't that... they can't be like those um moody kind of stargate universe soapy stuff or stargate, yeah. star trek discovery where they're all CW. like oh my god and you're like mm. really they don't speak yeah. like that in the year 3000 or whatever and that's class. the thing like you think about <laughs> sg1 just on its own as a show and even sga i've only seen one season but there's no there is no character that feels like they belong in a different show it just suits and yeah, yeah you're right you pick out like people that are talking very modern for us in a show yeah. set hundreds of years in the future just and it's like well yeah day to day you're going to meet with people that do speak differently it's like yeah but that that that's normal for our world whereas in these shows everyone's different but they're all kind of the same and then you introduce yeah, someone even, like that um, and it's like i hate nothing more than when you watch a movie and an actor or their performance their character feels like they're in a different film yeah um, for yeah definitely. for me for me the discovery crew are one step away from like ordering their drinks out of the replicator and they come out in fucking mason jars and they're just drinking out of mason <laughs> yeah like, totally it's like the it woke like version of the alternate star trek Oh, it's not like, even that. That's just that sort of trendy hipster. Yeah, kind of that's thing. what I mean. That's like, what wokeism is to me. Like the <laughs> extreme left wokes, not the initial woke, where you're actually just like a good person. Like <laughs> the extreme left woke. It's like, oh my god, we need a gay guy. We need yeah, a the, redhead the, girl. Yeah, the tokenism a, when it when it yeah. becomes when it becomes tokenism. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the. Did just you have someone not offended, but, but I'm Ellen, offended Ellen on behalf Ripley. of the people that should be offended. Like mm. I'm just offended on behalf yeah. of other people. It's like, no, nah, you're the worst kind of humanity. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have something you wanted to read, Mitch? Um, yeah, I screen grab this. Um, yeah, I screen grab this tweet uh, a few weeks ago about Momoa, and I thought I'm just going to hang. I, I thought maybe I had sent it on, but obviously not. So while we are talking about right, what's it? Dex, right? Is that his Ronan Dex? Dex? Yeah. Ronan oh, Dex. Man nailed oh, it for someone who's never seen him fucking treat thank you very much i hope that's a good treat and that's not sarcasm so no no you no. one of the best Excellent. one of the best characters he's up there with yeah, he's top three of atlantis for me all right let's do it mm, uh, I, want, I was about to ask how early do i see him in season two don't don't answer that i want to find out the tweet reads jason momoa rules because most of his roles are just like what if there was a dude who was fucking rad as hell and, <laughs> and you don't really need range when you do that better than anyone Pretty much. It's like I'm like I haven't seen like all of his films, but oh, everything shit. you watch him in, I'm like, I could never Honestly. look like he kind of if he was a guy saw on the streets, like just sort of like these yeah. weird tats, and he's got like the weird hair that doesn't really know what it wants to be, and dresses the way that he dresses or something, and talks to it. I'm like, mm. oh, what? Who are you? But because I don't know, there's just something about him. I'm like, oh man, you, yeah, you are cool. You are really yeah. fucking cool. And rad, every role rad he does, dude is the perfect vernacular for. Yeah, him. it's like if you said, okay, Game of Thrones, who's the raddest dude in that show? You'd be like <laughs> Carl Drogo, obviously. Yeah, the midget. Like, there's great character. Yeah, but he's <laughs> yes. fucking awesome. But he's not a rad dude. Yeah, why didn't they hang out together? They, yeah, yeah they could have. Man, imagine them having a drinking session talking about women, like early, t- <laughs> early, early. Uh, a Tyrion. Yeah. yeah, that would have been good. Because he was a yeah, bit of a, he was much more of a prick in those first few yeah. seasons. Like a likable yeah. prick, but still, he was more of his family back then. So him yeah. and his way of talking about people meet Momoa and his like archaic way of treating other people. Yeah. And oh man. Tyrion's like, I drink and I know things. 
Drogo's like, I drink and I kill things. <laughs> and I and, fuck things. And he's like, I rape, I rape and I yeah. kill things. I kill yeah. and I fuck things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, actually, the, the end of this article, which is basically with what we just said, Brad Wright says, I think the trick to anything would be that it's high time the world found out about the Stargate program for better or worse, keeping all of that technology from the world at a time where we could really use it, like the pandemic, etc. The secret needs to get out. And yeah. then if you yeah. see how it compares to like, you know, when you look at like episodes like 2010 with the Ashen, where like, yeah, the Stargate mm. program is public. We've got freaking teleporters popping around. So it's like, okay, how much of that do they yeah. do and still keep it feel real worldy? Mm. But they couldn't do, I stood, obviously they couldn't do teleporters and shit because the government wouldn't give out all the technology. No. You know what I mean? But like, it's imagine, like it, it, we have it, Google Maps. Imagine what they've got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It would be cool to make, like, yeah, maybe you wouldn't see like Asgard beaming technology like in an airport, but you might see a set of rings or something like that, which I think. Yeah, be that'd cool. be really, really cool. Yeah. They've got to bring rings back, bro. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, rings like are the epic. beaming tech. That's Star Trek. I like Star Trek, but just stick to Stargate. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We like the rings. Yeah. <laughs> That's our thing. Oh, it's time to something about the gate. <laughs> okay. Harry mailbag. Doesn't work on Zoom. Can't get in sync. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I don't know. Well, that and I don't remember the song. I'm trying to time for the get into gate. Harry, Harry mailbag. Mailbag. There it is. Bag. Mm, annually i've <laughs> <laughs> got a tweet Actually, these are letters really... they've went from being a mailbag for the stargate podcast into letters to santa <laughs> uh now i think next season we're gonna start mailbag weekly again yeah i think it's just like... so it's so much uh, i got a tweet direct direct message on twitter from the computer guy he says Hoping you're only taking a short hiatus. Please come back soon. I said, yeah, we are. He said, I look forward to your return. Even though I think Emancipation is the worst episode of the entire franchise. And that's coming from, and that's counting Stargate Origins, Catherine and Stargate. I have an idea. Wait, listen, I have an idea. We call it Stargate Origins. Guess, guess, wait, wait, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, Kat- oh, that's a banger, right? Catherine. Uh, no, thanks. Pass. A pivotal character that we weren't actually showed you anything pivotal. We saw all the stuff that we needed to see from her. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, let's not go there. Yeah. Well, here's, here's one for you guys, because obviously the emancipation argument is never going to die, but emancipation or icon. There's no argument. It's shit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But gun to your head, you've got to watch oh. one. Eman- emancipation or icon. You, you can't just shoot me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you take the bullet. And I pull don't the, even remember pull the trigger, baby. <laughs> really? You can't even like, like at this point for me, like it would be like you know when you when you ironically watch the room. Like I feel like that's where you guys should be with emancipation. Like you watch it to laugh at it. I'd much rather like if we had to do a podcast on it, I'd rather do emancipation again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or if I, if you know, we decided we'd do like a DVD commentary, I'd rather do that. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, there's so much to shit on. It's, yeah, it's fun. Whereas if I want to go to sleep, I put Icon on. <laughs> well, yeah, 
It's like emancipation is cringy bad, but Icon is just bad, bad. We've got a Patreon message from Nicole Rye. She says, I think I'm going through withdrawals. I always listen to you guys to and from work in the car. I just drove over 3,000 miles. That's about 4,828 kilometers. Thanks, conversion.com. <laughs> from the West Coast of the Great US people. to my... <laughs> Great people. Uh, from the West Coast to the US to my new home on the East Coast. Uh, what an amazing we'll opportunity. <laughs> what an amazing opportunity to binge some Get Into Gate, right? But no, my husband, who dislikes all things sci-fi, refused to allow me to put it on. First of all, refused. Honey, you your own woman. You don't let a man tell you what to do. <laughs> Second of all, of course, get into gate. Come on now. She does say it's, yeah, it's potential. Call the AirPods, baby. Oh, oh that, that is very passive aggressive. They imagine like driving well, like 3,000 miles with AirPods in, just not talking. You to both you, to have your AirPods husband. in. <laughs> <laughs> I would enjoy that. Yeah. Marriage, baby. The married man. <laughs> Uh, she said, I've made him listen to some of your poo and dick chat, which he's chuckled at, but he still hasn't come to his senses. We went down to one car for the big move and I've yet to get another. So we're riding to and from work together, which means I'm still trapped in this get into gatelessness hell. Anyways, <laughs> I think you guys are amazing and I can't wait to be able to catch up on the eps I've missed. Keep up the brilliant work. Love, Nicole. Well, for anyone wondering why we went on such a hiatus, um, there you go. It was all because of Nicole. We uh, we knew she she made you know, contact Waiting some time ago saying, I don't have time to listen at the moment. I can't. And yeah. Well, we're not releasing the first podcast. So um, yeah, un until Nicole's husband comes around. So send, send your hate email to <laughs> Nicole's husband at hotmail.com. And yeah, once he once he you know gets on board, then we'll we'll get back into it. Yeah. Also, oh, send nudes. Yeah. I just had to say that because that's Reese's line. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I saw, I I saw a great, you, it's uh, probably been cut out in every other podcast, but Reese says <laughs> yeah, <nudes>. probably. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a great TikTok the other day, and it's someone. It's like they're they're they've wiped away like a message written in rocks or whatever. Um, and it's played backwards and you think it's going to say send nudes. But then as it sort of goes back, it actually says send nuggets. And then it spins <laughs> around and he's dressed in a chicken suit. And I'm like, that's brilliant. I love that. Actually, yeah, I'd prefer nuggets. Yeah. There's a comment on uh, what about YouTube videos for episode 125, Smoke and Mirrors by Seal. And uh, I forget that episode about what uh, what goes on in there, but they've made a comment, I guess, to have a bit of fun with our political chat or non-political chat from before uh, and who we do or do not maybe pay out occasionally. Who knows? Still says, for some reason, Kinsey being USA president doesn't seem as horrible as it used to. So um, <laughs> look, whether you think that's anti-Trump or anti-Biden, if those are your only two options at the moment, uh, you're right. It doesn't matter who you think yeah. it is. That, that, that's the correct answer. So uh, yeah, yeah, we hate all politicians in Australia. Yeah. yeah I, I think, think that's fair to say, like, I don't like to talk on behalf of people, hmm. but generally, no. Australians hate politicians. Yeah. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, yeah. Is that fair? Definitely. Well, to the point where I, I sort of look around, I know we've got a, Brent and I have got a, a mutual really good friend who, who loves his politics and would grow up to be a politician, but mm. he's like, he's the only one that we know that would do that, like by mm. a long way. But he still I, hates I, politicians. He, he absolutely <laughs> well, does. It's a very different <laughs> concept for us too. And a, and a few Americans that I've spoken to, they have no idea that for us here, voting is mandatory. 
Like if you mm. don't vote, yeah. you get fined. Like we have to go. So for us, that's part of it. That's part of why we had, because you've got to spend a couple of hours on your Saturday going yeah. to your fucking local high school or primary school or whatever and voting. So it's like, oh, these fucking politicians making us waste our fucking weekend. We got to go and fucking, you know, that's part of, you know, Australian life. Mm. That's, that's what we do. Yeah, it's mandatory and it's on a Saturday. And yeah. also the, the other thing that's different is the parties choose the leader. We have nothing to do with it. And mm. they're only allowed 30 days to campaign. Yeah, not two announce. years. <laughs> yeah, not two yeah. years. Hundreds of millions of dollars put uh, into I it. I mean, that is so much better because you can see through the bullshit immediately. But I mean, you have two choices. What are you yeah. going to do? Vote the Greens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you know, the, the, the voting side of thing, it's not so bad because, you know, we get some barbecue, they're cooking barbecue uh, down wherever you yeah. go and they, they've given sizzle. it a great name. It's If you go down there and get a sausage, you get a democracy sausage is what they call it. And I think anything that's oh, called a democracy that's a freedom, sausage, that's a freedom meat. You have it. my democracy sausage. <laughs> a D sausage. The big D. Uh, the big D. Sausage. Get it India. God damn it. <laughs> we've uh we've got a i want to say maybe a facebook message here from ben isaac and he says hey guys i'm an avid listener and wanted to say a huge thank you for the podcast i'm a registered nurse working in icu so working through covid has been challenging to say the least but one of the things to keep me going is listening to your podcast and repeating it for the sixth or seventh time that's more than i've listened to our podcast uh, and laughing like a crazy person, especially when I'm on the train and there's only one other person staring at me. I just finished listening to Mobius episode and after laughing my little gay ass off at, hello, my name is Carlos. You may miss some heart. <laughs> I remembered that in episode nine of season two, Secrets, when Teal'c is wearing the Horus Guard armor, they CGI'd his helmet, uh, referencing yeah. we couldn't remember if we'd seen a CGI'd Horus helmet or not. Uh, it says anyway thanks again for the last laughs and hope you guys are staying safe that's great i totally forgot about that i'm gonna think if i can watch that um no i remember that weren't we talking about if it was a serpent cgi one no because serpent's never been cgi the serpent that's you only ever get that's why yeah. i was thought we were talking no about. we were talking about um i thought mobius was the only time you actually see a serpent helmet activate like go from jafar uh, head right. and all the way up um even though you used uh, horus yeah. helmets quite a bit so yeah i have to yeah. go back and watch and watch secrets because i because that's when daniel's like hiding in the cave with with pregnant Sharae and stuff so yeah tilk definitely puts on a um helmet there so you have to go back and check that out and that's when i'm um, have... my old mate good father's in that one too bunny bunny way bunny way <laughs> bunny bunny way um, not gonna. The other thing is, <laughs> I have a. We had a comment here from our um last Stargate Atlantis chat, I think it was, where um the siege part two. Um, yeah, we we're, the, we're talking about um the wraith. Uh, I had the question of if the wraith were in the solar system, why didn't they attack sooner, or if they were eight hours away from Puddle Jumper. Oh yeah, yeah. there's that whole talk about why they like McKay had to have time what to get back in the puddle two, jump up. Three days, yeah. Fifteen hours or whatever it was. It was a and, long time. Yeah, and then the race just sat there the whole time. You know, after after the um 
satellite blew up one of the wraith ships they kind of just sat there and that conveniently gave um mckay time to travel all the way back to atlantis and do the shit that he needed to do and and get nuclear build nuclear bombs yeah um we got a mess we got a comment here on our soundcloud account about on that episode from j press 245 guys it takes so long for the wraith ships to get to places because they have to stop every so often to regenerate due to being organically based tech. And they just happen to stop right next to the satellite, which I think, yeah, that makes us a great I, point. I believe that. I also believe that it is using information from episodes that Mitch hasn't seen yet. Like that's not something that, I, I mean, Mitch, that's you'd true. probably be better to speak to that. Have you ever heard, you know, anyone talk about Wraith organic based tech being no. the reason they have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, here I was thinking, Oh yeah, it's probably a detail that I just skipped over, but no, I can come. If yeah. you're thinking I shouldn't have, that's true. I definitely haven't. Yeah. Yeah. So totally um, makes sense, but just, it's not that's been yes. established in, in the universe yet, like in yeah. Atlantis. So, but yeah, totally. But I still totally feel agree. like they could have sent the darts. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Well, it's, 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 I mean, we kind of rewrote those like last three or four episodes to make more sense in terms of like when the wraith should have been on the, on the base and when Taylor should have been able to sense them and all that kind of stuff. It was all kind of jumbled around Mm, and kind of sort of fixed it all up in the way that it should have been. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Make a bit more sense. This is one, I guess, uh, Reese should be reading, but we will find out why at the end. It's from uh, Debbie and Kyle. Send us in through Instagram at GetIntoGate. Hello, guys. I recently discovered your podcast. I'm a huge fan of all things Stargate and sci-fi in general. Also a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Hello, Maddie. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of, the, one of oh, the true believers. Saw a Rings Monopoly today. 60 bucks. Shit, yeah. Worth every cent. I discovered (laughs) SG-1 at the Blockbuster video store, RIP, in 1997. (laughs) Before DVD, it was VHS video back then. Hell yes, it was. And uh, big shout out to the old VHS tapes. And I thought it would been the That must have been the movie, yeah? Because I don't think think SG-1 ever ever was available on VHS. It must have been the OG movie. That was how I first saw Stargate. I remember it at at one of my... One of my like mum's friends' houses, there was a girl the same age as me, and she had Stargate on VHS and we watched it and I fucking loved it. Yeah, we mm. should uh we should talk to one of our local cinemas that we've had dealings with in the past. Oh yeah, those cult movies that you like to play, chuck on to fucking Stargate up there. Oh, How yeah. good would that be to see on, on the, the big, big screen? screen? Yeah. Just Spader and Russell just tearing it up a new and we'll one. Or do a Instagram stories or something. Absolutely. Um Ooh. She thought she'd give it a go once she saw the VHS. Love the movie. I've been hooked ever since. I've met Chris Judge and Michael Shanks a couple of times. Nice. I just wanted to send a message to say that I love the podcast. I listen to it while at work. It gets me through the day while delivering the mail. So thank you, Debbie from Scotland. Oh, hi, oh. Shrek Farty Donkey. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. It. <laughs> Speaking of, there's there's my picture of me and old Christy Judge. God, he dresses well. Murray, that's you and Murray. Yeah, yeah sorry, Murray. me and Murray. That's me and full Murray. Muzz. Yeah, full Muzz. And he's meanwhile he's wearing a singlet that looks like he might have been at a recent rally in the states. <laughs> <laughs> Taking back some freedom. He's. God, yeah. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's stooping or not, but he seems very. Maybe he's shrunk in his old age. But I'm the shortest one of our of our group. And he's like, you're not sure. Life. You're not a short man either. No, I'm like six foot tall, but you guys are all fucking basketball players. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. 
we're, we're Adonis's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just talking height, mate. Relax. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys are all like over six two, six three, and oh, um, and yeah, I you just you know you see Chris Judge on TV and you think he's gonna be like a seven foot tall fucking mm. monster, but yeah, he's either stooping in that photo or uh, he's just old Murray shrinking with old age. Oh, the camera adds 10 pounds. That's 10 inches. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Cause I've 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 had the pleasure of meeting the big man as well. And I I can't remember about his size. I think it was his presence that got me. He could have been mm. four foot tall. Dude. I wouldn't have known. That's he would it. just said, Can you stop touching my penis, Mitch? Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, I can't. I won't. I, Christopher, I will not. <laughs> You're gonna have to call security, mate. Because I'm not counting that boy. You have to rip me away from that dick. Uh, <laughs> and the big fella he's coming back for more God of War too. I think since our last podcast there's been yes. a trailer about that and that looks if pretty great if they cast Momoa as God of War I'm not watching that shit <laughs> they can fuck oh, yeah. off they keep talking like about the that they? yeah they're like oh God it's Momoa it. all over and everyone else is standing up going no 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 it was the original uh, Ronan when we say Ronan yeah. we mean Teal'c get that big guy in there Most right the now oh, he and- needs to be in the movie he would he looks identical to the to What's his name? I was going to say Cronus. Mm. It's not Cronus. <laughs> Kratos? Is that it? Kratos. God yeah. damn it. I haven't even played the game. Me nice. neither. I've got no reference. I saw the trailer for that um, Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg movie that's based I on a video game. Actually, Uncharted. I still Uncharted? haven't seen the trailer for that. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Out. Um, uh, it's not out yet. What, you can get God of War. 20 bucks. At, uh, I own it. Game. Don't worry. I own it. I've owned oh. it for... I think I brought it at the beginning of the year. I, I picked it up for eighteen dollars. Look, unless it's a available brand new copy for eighteen dollars. Unless it's available on Nintendo Switch, I don't have the right platform to play it. Oh, what sure isn't. Remember, no. I was playing that when we did our Serpents Venom yes podcast. Yeah, that's how. That's old right. I yeah. Anyway, it's 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 joined a long list of games that I own that I bought really cheaply and have never even opened, let alone played. And there's been sequels since and sequels to come. And, and you got anyway. a PS5 now? I do. <laughs> have you opened that? God, I have. A, it did take me a couple of weeks, but I did open it. Um, and <laughs> and uh, what have you watched a movie on it? Is that about it? I probably did you watched... get the discless one. No, Not I got discless. the I got discless. the I got the disc one because I figured I've got older games that I can put in, and also I've got plenty of Blu-rays, um, so it can serve as yeah. a player if if need be. But I'm currently in um in I guess what you would call the theater room, and uh, it's the PS5 and my brand new TV for my for my uh, for my new house. I've been only here uh four months and i had a friend of mine at work today say how's your new tv because it's far bigger than my other uh, big one i wanted to, when i got a new house i wanted to buy a big tv so i can watch stargate watch all my favorite stuff on there and I, honestly I've, I've hardly used the thing like mm. it's so annoying because we got a new couch out in the, like the living area and there are old tvs out there and the couch is really comfortable so whenever sarah and i watch tv we watch it out there because she likes that couch better than in the movie room. So I'm like, okay, cool. That whole big TV that I've been dreaming about for like 10 years. And it's just sitting there on the wall going to waste. Yeah. And you should, you should have seen it, Brendan. I went around there and the TV had only been up for like a couple of days and he walks in and we're about to watch something. And there's just like the kids have just like been throwing stuff at the TV and there's like just marks Jesus. and shit all over the TV. Yeah. It still looks like there's gummy, gummy the closest marks I've like... ever seen to Mitch, like actually blowing up. Yeah. I do remain calm. 
a little he bit. He goes silent. It's scary. Mitch just goes silent. Yeah. Like, you okay? He was, was like, these fucking cringe. And then, and then it, yeah, it was just like, yeah, I actually got that off. Because... Zero killer mode. Yeah. I've always theorized that I'll become like me, myself, and Irene. I'll just eventually, <laughs> the other side of me, I'll just get to failure with the depressing. Yeah. Uh, All right. How's, right. how's everyone's bags feeling? Are we, are we empty? Are we empty enough anyway? Yeah. Just, yeah, I just uh, I just stood up and I I I don't know, I feel a bit lighter. So a bit lighter, um, yeah. yeah, I'm feeling good. I mean, I've yeah. There's no pain. I could go for another one. I'm not gonna lie. I'm happy. Yeah, to there's there's no pain. Frank next but, week in the yeah. in the emptying of the mailbag. Yeah, it would be fun to see because I think we all, you know, it's good to feel that way after you've had the rank because I think before the rank and especially during the rank, you think you're good to go straight away and have a have a double rank. Well, Mm. during during rank, you're like, oh, I got this. I could go all night. I could go all night here. Mm. Yeah, and then then you don't. Give me twenty minutes. I couldn't do a second one. That's the thing. We might be back in twenty minutes. That's it. You know, just just (laughs) keep refreshing, and we might be back. That's it. Um, But uh, if we're not, if we're not. Then uh, we'll be back in a reasonable amount of time for, for for get into gate. Certainly not the hiatus we've just had. We've uh, it's certainly the longest we've ever been inactive since we started the podcast back in what July 2016. Because that that's happened. We've had a lot of shit going the last ten weeks. Everyone's had a lot of shit going. We've had a lot of shit on. That shit ain't happening. So we will be back very soon with our uh, another rank, the SGA rank, which I'm going to need to really sit down and do a little bit of research for because at least yeah, with SG1, yeah. we started watching this season at the beginning of 2020. I can I can remember that. I've seen SG1 season eight before. SGA, this is the first time for me. I've been watching it now 18 months. I've really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the most recent ones because I've seen them recently. I think I'm going to forget a lot of those middle ones. I remember the pilot and I remember the end and something about a storm and an eye in the middle. And that's about it. Um, Just for my OCD, we all hate Icon the most this season. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel does nothing episode with (laughs) that. Whack that that down. Write that down. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see next week because I, uh, yeah, I'm going to go in. It's somewhat blind, I guess, next week because I get a feel for SG1 now about how we're all going to relate to certain episodes. And for the most part, we're very, very similar. And uh, SGA, I don't know what you guys are going to be like because you guys love the show for everything, for all five seasons. I can only possibly love it for Mm. one. So uh, we'll see how. Season one's the worst. So Maddie for Maddie, it's of Atlantis. Four and yeah. five. Four and five are harder for me. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So I've enjoyed I've enjoyed but it's it's new Stargate content for me. So like I, I'm I'm a very sport fan at the moment because like we just talked about the Brad Wright situation and for most Stargate fans uh, in the world have been waiting for new Stargate content for the better part of mm. a decade. And here I am. I've got seven seasons of new Stargate content in front or well, now six in mm. front of me. Like that's so unfair. Yeah. Yeah, I feel and- like my kids now that are like got all the Star Wars movies that I had to wait for, all the Marvel movies that I had to wait for, like everything yeah. that I grew up waiting to watch. My kids have just got endless amounts of content, literally at the click of a button in front of them. Like it's, yeah. it's so unfair. Yeah. And that's what I am for Stargate. Well, yeah. And for me, two, season two and three of Atlantis, that's, that's peak Atlantis for me. That's mm. yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like, it's like one, two, three is like when you're heading up the roller coaster, and then sort of end of season three, end of season four for me is when the you know you start getting over that roller coaster, and then it just it definitely gets a bit slower, but it's, the highlights are still high for me. Mm. That's what. Oh yeah, there's some four exciting. and five has some great peaks, 
Yeah. But for me, there's there's more valleys than peaks in uh, in four yeah. and five. But two and three, mint. Yeah. Was it fucking mint? Whatever that <laughs> thing is. And hopefully some Ronin decks know. very soon because. I'm sick of waiting for Momoa. I feel like I've been waiting yeah. for Momoa and SGA for 16 years. <laughs> and it was my own fault. I've had the boxes sitting in my garage for that long. And I've went, not cling yet. wrap. Not yet. Yeah, exactly. Wrapped wrapping. in plastic. Plastic. Oh, do it, do it. All right. That's episode 188 of Get Into Gate. Good to be back, boys. And uh, yeah, we'll be back to do that whole SGA rank next week. A little bit more mailbag as well. So uh, shoot us in some uh, some fresh notes, some questions, uh, feedback, anything you want to talk to us about, uh, get into gate at gmail.com. Hit us up on the socials. Just search Get into Gate, a Stargate podcast, and yeah, uh, yeah feature in the mailbag. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe if we can't uh, empty the mailbag next week, we might even look at maybe doing like a like another mailbag special. Well, that's been a while. That's oh. been mm. that's been way longer than any hiatus yeah. we've ever taken. Is a, a, a dedicated mailbag special? Ma- yeah, I think it might be time. God, yeah. yes. Oof. If only but, to yeah. make me wait for Momoa and SGA. Just <laughs> week. You know, you know what I've just realised. I'm not gonna give you any spoilers about Momoa but the first person to write an episode with Momoa in it was Robert C. Cooper <laughs> yeah that hurts the it only does. way is up yeah. baby <laughs> that's fine that's fine by me that's fine by me oh, that's the right. worst thing would have been him writing the second one because then we get him in mm. maybe his glory and then Cooper comes in and oh I'm going to fix this and it's like no, I'm pretty sure it's Giro so it's fine Okay. <laughs> it's a confusing time for me as a new fan is what we're trying to say all right uh yeah otherwise catch you back next week i'm uh i'm mitch underscore lewis if you want to do anything with that online if you don't who cares follow the show that's more important uh you two boys what do you want to plug Indeed. anything what do you got going on yeah i want to plug um jump on our get into gate youtube channel please mm. that's a great place to get the um just the podcast i'm thinking about doing a rumble anyone heard of rumble what's that it's like um i don't know it's new it's kind of like a competitor of youtube but it's it's kind of like a swipe left swipe right thing Ooh. i haven't got the hang of it yet but rumble meets tinder Great. look so what yeah, you're saying is yeah. buy YouTube stock meets tinder. now buy big buy large yeah and let's just retire on rumble money interesting yeah Okay. And they give you money if you rumble. I don't know what that means yet. But we rank. Amazing. We're only a step away we from rank, rumbling. We can rumble. Yeah. <laughs> That's we our pitch. We can rumble. Why should you yeah. be on rumble? Well, we rank. We rumble. <laughs> God damn it. You sons of bitches sign the contract. God damn it. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, so you know me. I, I, hate to, I hate to quote Rick and Morty, but son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, just you just type in get into gate. Just type Stargate podcast on YouTube and then click get into gate because that's mm. for the algorithm. No, oh, nice. Oh, see very what it did. Yeah. Don't know Damn. how the algorithm works, but I can only assume that's a good thing. <laughs> Forty minutes of exercise a week. That's all I. Oh need. yeah, me and too. I, I haven't had it now for like what four years, and my body's starting yeah. to go. Ah, oh, you know what? We're actually done waiting. We're just yeah. going to let loose everything we've been holding back. And, yeah. Um, 
I hate myself at the moment is the, is the long and short of it. So one of the other parents is, yeah, fuck it now. I'm like, I'd love to give up all this shit food that I'm eating, but I just don't want to. Like, um, I want to keep eating. I want to keep drinking. And uh, I somehow want to get skinnier than what I am. But uh, yeah, and I'm also getting oh, yeah. older. So um, yeah, it's going to get harder. But at least I'm crap in bed. So yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I've got bad teeth, but at least I'm crap in bed. So. <laughs> I've got a small dick, but at least it's moldy. <laughs> we don't use that enough. People do not uh, use that enough, that double negative. But at least it's even worse than the first example. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you turn your desk around, Matty? Yeah, I'm getting my... My carpet ripped up at the end of the month, so I've got to pack all this shit up. So it's all like, damn, it's all like half packed up at the moment. So yeah, all that. Because I'm expecting a serial killer to come through that door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like behind you, and you're like yeah. your headphones are broken. Yeah. No, that's... Can't hear us. <laughs> <laughs> that's when that's when you guys are going to get to experience my rape no! fantasy. It's already set yeah. up. <laughs> that's the thing. We just let Wait. it go for like twelve minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like this is it, this is this is, is all part right? of it. Yeah. What what do you what do you think Mitch Absolutely. is getting that Michael Myers mask for, mate? That's what it's all. That's and then, my um, Christmas present. Yeah, chuck definitely chuck it up on Patreon. This link, mm. yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Maddie getting ranked for real live. Yeah, listen to Patreon. <laughs> oh, look at their subscriber numbers. They are shooting up. <laughs> Old um old Scotty Flashheart uh, started an OnlyFans where it's it's him reading like naughty stories with his like sexy voice, but then he also ended up putting up um like audio of him fucking dudes, just the audio. Wow. He's, like, he's like he's like you'll never see the vision, but I'll he says I'll happily put the audio up. Wow, that is wow. hectic. Yeah, more power to you, mate. Go for it. Him fucking dude. Just railing. I think he had a live show. Didn't I see he had a live show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't subscribe to that, sadly. I mean, if I was going to do it to anyone, Scotty, it'd be you. But uh... I don't think it was a live sex show, Mitch. It was a live podcast. No, he just did some, he did yeah. some stand-up. Yeah, he did some, <laughs> like a stand-up show. Yeah, like a monologue. Yeah. Definitely not subscribing then. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see. If, well, it's, I don't... if it's no it, sex. It wasn't filmed. Yeah. It was um. the only way you could what see you it was to actually go to the actual place yeah in london and, and watch it live he must have a big following then he's sort of very big following. you want to say following Does he? like what are we talking 600 <laughs> oh eight, talking uh, gate numbers <laughs> i'm talking i'm talking eight eight hundred nine hundred i reckon get into geek